Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. So if we're looking at the composition of the meal that we're offering the baby, no more than three foods tops that can be totally overwhelming to a baby. We do a small portion of protein, a small portion of fruit or vegetable, and then the larger component is made up of the starchy or the carbohydrate food. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Katie Ferraro. This is a podcast all about baby led weaning, which sometimes gets abbreviated BLW. So today's episode, I'm going to show you how to balance your baby's BLW plate. Because parents will be like, yeah, I like the idea of my baby learning how to feed himself or herself early on. It helps prevent picky eating. I'm going to raise an independent eater. But what should actually be on the plate? As far as the food goes that I serve my baby, that's what I'm going to talk about today. As I like to do with every episode, I want to start you off with a baby led weaning tip of the day. You guys, you do not have to offer three different foods 
two or three times every day for baby led weaning in order to achieve variety. I get messages all the time from parents are like, are you serious? Like six or nine different foods in one day? There's no way. No, 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 no. Hang tight. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what should be on the plate, but how you can continue to introduce one new food per day while at the same time continuing to expose your baby to the familiar foods from previous days in an effort to offer variety of foods to your baby and to do so early and often. So let's go ahead and get started. This is all about how to balance your baby's BLW plate. Now, some people say, wait a minute, babies eat off of plates. I thought we just put the food directly on the tray or on the table. And no, we definitely do not want to do that. Okay. I have a whole blog post all about why we feed off of a plate and a bowl as opposed to the tray or the table. I'm going to link to that in the show notes for today's episode. If you want to read the benefits of feeding out of a bowl or a plate, but the long and the short of it is it helps promote independent eating. So that blog post I'll link up at the show notes for this episode, which is blwpodcast.com slash 45, the number four or five. That'll take you. You can read more about the plates. The plates that I like to use for baby led weaning is from a company called Easy Peasy, the original silicone suction mats and bowls that adhere to the table where you're eating. If it's dry and flat, these suction onto the table, which helps stabilize the baby as they go to scoop and rake food up and out of the bowl, right? Because at six and seven months of age, your baby doesn't have their pincer grasp yet. They're using their palmer grasp in order to scoop or rake food. And we want to facilitate the baby's ability to self-feed if we put all the food on the tray or the table, they just smash it around, push it to the sides. They're not able to scoop or rake it up. They get frustrated. Parents are like, this is silly. Babies can't feed themselves. They can. We just need to provide them with the right tools. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. So I like a product called the Mini Mat from Easy Peasy. If you go to easypeasyfun.com, you can check this mat out. If you use the code KD10, you can get 10% off everything at Easy Peasy Fun. It'll save for nine months up, but it's perfectly safe to use for a six-month-old baby. And for those of you guys that are familiar with my five-step feeding framework, we introduce one new food per day to a baby. So five days a week, we do a new food, Monday, a new fruit. Tuesday, a new vegetable, Wednesday, a new starch, Thursday, a new protein, and then Friday, I do a food from the challenge category. That includes the big eight allergenic foods plus sesame, which I just did a podcast episode on that. That's episode 43 if you need to learn how to feed your baby sesame safely. But the challenge category also contains some of the trickier textures and the more complex flavor profiles. Now, it's perfectly safe to introduce one new low-risk food per day, and parents will say, well, do you only feed that one food in a day? And the answer is 
is no. What I like to do is a baby can eat and sit in the high chair for about 15 or 20 minutes. So let's say a feed is 20 minutes long. You're in your first week of baby led weaning, okay? And let's say you're starting with the simple starter foods, avocado, banana, and sweet potato. What I like to do is I like to spend the first 10 minutes of the meal serving the baby just the new food of the day. If it's Wednesday of the first week, we do sweet potato, okay? Nice soft strips of sweet potato cut about the size of your pinky finger or a french fry. The baby can play around with trying to eat the sweet potato. They're very new at eating. Don't freak out if they don't eat very much, right? Because breast milk or formula remains your baby's primary source of nutrition for the first few weeks and months of baby led weaning. So don't stress if they're not eating that much. Remember, they have to learn how to eat before they can start increasing the amount of food they eat, decreasing the amount of milk they drink. That's the point of weaning, right? Our babies don't wake up on their six-month birthday magically knowing how to eat all these foods. That's why we give them the opportunity to practice. So back to the 20-minute meal, I'll spend the first 10 minutes of the meal. Um, I like to serve the single isolated food in a bowl. So Easy Peasy makes a tiny bowl and a mini bowl. They're both fabulous for introducing new foods. The tiny bowl is a little bit smaller. It's a five-ounce portion. So I put maybe french fry-shaped strips of the soft sweet potato in there and give the baby 10 minutes to explore the food. Don't wipe the baby's mouth off. Don't talk to the baby. Don't have the dog there. Really allow the baby 10 minutes to just explore this food on their own. You're sitting there, you're observing the baby, watching for any potential choking incidents, but the baby's going to town on the sweet potatoes. They're going to smash it and smell it and put it in their hair. Some of it might end up in their mouth. I'll do that for 10 minutes. The second 10 minutes of the meal, I mentioned the bowl, sorry, for the first 10 minutes. I do the tiny bowl, which is five ounces. The mini bowl is also an eight ounce bowl from Easy Peasy, and it has a square footprint. Depends what shape your high chair tray is, if you're using a tray, or if you can pull your baby up to the table in the chair and have them put the mat or the bowl on the table and have the baby eat out of there with the rest of the family is a nice feature of baby led weaning as well. So I'll do the first 10 minutes of that food by itself in the tiny bowl or the mini bowl. And then for the second 10 minutes of the meal, what I'll do is I'll swap in a mini mat. Now the mini mat has three compartments. So there's three different foods on the mini mat. And what I'll put in the mini mat is sweet potato, which is the new food of the day. This is their second exposure, right? The second 10 minutes of that 20 minute meal. And then the other two compartments, I will put a previous day's food and another previous day's food. So if it's day three and they've had avocado on day one, banana on day two, and sweet potato on day three for the second 10 minutes of the 20-minute meal, that mat, the easy-peasy mini mat, will have three foods in it, sweet potato, and then two familiar foods from the day before. Now, as you move your baby through a few weeks of baby-led weaning, you're getting 5, 10, 15 new foods. You're doing a new food every day. The second 10 minutes of that meal, do a traditional quote-unquote meal with three foods in it. We never want to feed our babies more than three foods. I'll tell you guys a quick story. I spent a lot of time on social media doing baby led weaning, and as a registered dietitian, especially in this area, I see a lot of not-so-great content out there, and um, I saw, actually it was another registered dietitian, which was unfortunate, posting pictures of a mini mat that had seven different foods on it. Here's what my baby ate today. I was like, first of all, this was a massive amount of food that... Certainly some babies might one day eat that much food, but completely overwhelming to the baby. There were seven different foods. First of all, what parent on the planet has time to make seven different wholesome, whole, homemade 
from scratch recipes for your baby. But also that's incredibly overwhelming to the baby to be trying all those different textures and the colors and the flavors. And then parents just feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so inadequate. I'm only feeding my baby two or three different foods. I say three new, three different foods tops per meal. And if you don't have the effort or the energy to make three types of food every meal, that's fine too. I think especially for breakfast, I sometimes find it challenging to come up with three different foods. However, more often than not, I aim for about three foods. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So explained how I split the 20 minutes with the first 10 minutes being the new food, the second 10 minutes being a mini mat with two familiar foods and one new food. Now, what do you do? Do you put three different fruits? We've tried, let's say it's week five. We've tried five new fruits. Do I make the meal three different fruits? No, we like to have a balance. Now, you don't have to do this, but I think it's a good idea to get in the habit of offering your baby, let's say we're using the mini mat. The mini mat has three compartments. It makes like a smiley face. If you guys go to easypeasyfun.com, you can see the mat that I'm talking about. It has the eyes are two ounce portions, and then the smile is a four ounce portion. Parents say, well, that's bigger than the two ounce ones. What should go in the bigger portion? My recommendation is that you should always put the starchy or the carbohydrate food in the smile portion of the easy peasy mini mat. It's a visual reminder to us that most of our baby's calorie needs, the majority should come from carbohydrates, not refined white crappy carbs like goldfish crackers, which on occasion those are fine to feed, but we're talking about sweet potatoes or some of the different whole grains that are in the starchy foods category, or we're talking about, um, you can do regular potatoes, you can do pasta, you can do rice. We want to have a mix of whole grains in there as well, but those are the starchy carbohydrate foods, which your baby is growing rapidly during the second six months of life. And you can think of carbohydrate as the fuel that basically drives your baby's body, the car. Okay. And so carbohydrates should make up the majority of your baby's calories. Now, not all of them though, okay? We don't want to get in the habit of just serving soft carb foods to our babies. So that's why the other two components, I recommend splitting it between a small portion of protein and then the other component is a small portion of fruit or vegetable. So now you have a smile face mat in front of your baby, the top two portions, which are two ounce, one small portion of protein, one small portion of a fruit or a vegetable, and then the four ounce portion, it's not totally full, Okay, you can make it about half full, eyeball it. I don't give set portion sizes because there's no evidence to support an exact portion size. You sometimes see stuff that says, don't feed a baby more than a half a cup of food or do two ounces of a protein every meal. All babies are different. We want to offer babies a variety of different foods. I think from a nutritional balance, you want to have a high iron food on that plate each time. Well, that's why we do the protein foods. That's where the iron is. Fruits or vegetables. Don't get in the habit of serving fruit every meal or your baby will become conditioned to expect fruit every meal. I like to mix it up between fruits and vegetables. So do a portion of fruit or vegetable, but don't be scared of those carbohydrates. Okay. Those starchy foods should provide most of the energy for your baby. And so that's how I partition the meal. If it's lunch, let's say you could do sweet potato as the starch. You could do a small amount of shredded chicken as the protein portion. And then you could do some soft cooked broccoli. Now let's say broccoli is the new food of the day. You might spend the first 10 minutes just serving your baby broccoli. 
and then bring in the mat for the second 10 minutes that has three foods, including the new food of the day, broccoli, with two familiar foods your baby has already seen, which might be chicken or sweet potato. If you guys want to learn more about that five-step feeding framework, you can sign up for my free online workshop. I teach this every week. It's called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. It's all about how to get your baby to eat 100 foods before turning one without you having to spoon feed purees or buy pouches. I do a lot of visuals in the workshop. You can sign up on the show notes page for this episode and I'll link to some of those different products that I was talking about from Easy Peasy as well. If you go to blwpodcast.com slash 45. Again, I recommend the tiny bowl and the mini bowl for trying out the new food in the first 10 minutes. And then I love the easy peasy mini mat for the second 10 minutes of the meal to introduce a small portion of protein, a small portion of fruit or vegetable. And then the larger component there is filled with the carbohydrate. So there you have it. Just a few tips on how to balance your baby's BLW plate. Again, linking up all of the resources from this episode in the show notes at blwpodcast.com slash four five. Thanks for listening. Bye now. From the terrifying power of tornadoes to sizzling summer temperatures, AccuWeather Daily brings you the top trending weather-related story of the day, seven days a week. You can learn a lot in just a few minutes with stories about impending hurricanes, winter storms, or even what not to miss in the night sky. So listen and subscribe to AccuWeather Daily wherever you get your podcasts. That's AccuWeather Daily wherever you get your podcasts.